Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? Jason, I am doing really good. I hope you are. I'm always excited to talk to you, Bill, because uh, lots of exciting things going on. You've got a seminar coming up on Wednesday. Well, we Wednesday. do. We do. Uh, well, first, first things first, I hope you all have finished all of your leftovers. <laughs> I mean, we've been eating turkey and turkey and turkey and... Uh, uh, last night it was turkey pot pie, but I think that was the last of it. <laughs> I, I, w- I would hope so. We're getting to that dangerous point where you're, you're almost rolling the dice at this point. Uh, oh, I know. But, you know, actually, I think the leftovers are just as good as the uh, initial meal. You know, the, the nice thing about the initial meal is that everybody's gathered around the table uh, and uh, that's just a fun, fun meal to have. But the food is always uh, terrific. And the fact that you can keep gnawing on the food for days and days and days is just a, a wonderful thing for most of us. It really is. And it's a great time of the year. And, you know, I know you're a, a big Thanksgiving man, but now we can also start focusing on Christmas. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah. it's wonderful. Well, I have to admit, our Christmas tree is now up. <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> Once Thanksgiving was over, then... You know, we we couldn't keep uh, uh, the daughters-in-law from, you know, they love Christmas and they were ready to start decorating after Halloween, and so we had to sort of temper that. But uh, as soon as uh, the Thanksgiving meal was over, you know, they were ready to get into the decorating stage. So there we go, and that's okay. It's uh, you know, it's great to have that holiday spirit, and hopefully, it will last uh, through the month and all year long next year. That's right. We we love that, and good for them, you know. But Absolutely. hey, give Thanksgiving its due. But now that that's over, we'll focus on Christmas. Well, Bill, yeah. we we want to focus today on long-term care insurance, and this is something that uh, you're very passionate about and something that uh, I think more of us need to understand a whole lot more about. (laughs) Well, it's a horribly boring tack, you know, uh, topic, but but I hope people will stay with us because it's also an extremely important topic, and it's the kind of thing where, okay, if you're already past the time where, you know, that you can acquire it, you know, my seniors out there who uh, are uninsurable, you know, at this point, and, or it's gotten to a point where the premiums are just out of their league, too expensive, which, and the fact is, is that's where most people are. And the, the folks who don't have long-term care insurance better attend our long-term care seminar because, uh, I shouldn't call it a seminar. It's a webinar. But, you know, if you have a computer or a smartphone, then you can do it because we talk about all of those things that uh, government assistance can do for us and, importantly, those things that government assistance cannot do for us. It's, it's extremely important to families to know if they will be eligible for certain benefit packages or not eligible because there's an awful lot out there that we will not be eligible for and knowing that we're not eligible for it in the future is a really important thing to know in advance. Um, And of course the fact is is that there are a lot of programs at the lower spectrum of care needs where there's there's no help from the government 
there's there's you know and that's true for veterans it's true for uh, the rest of us who depend on uh, uh, Medicaid and of course uh, when I talk about Medicaid, uh, the, uh, the the folks who listen to me uh, week in and week out already know, uh, whether they've been to the webinar or not, that if you need nursing facility care, you know that level that you hope no one in your family ever has to suffer. But there are an awful lot of us who do that. That level of care, even if you have land, even if you have homes and rental properties, and and you're doing fairly well, fact is uh, just about any middle-class family can, uh, can actually get on Medicaid with some professional help uh, and protect your property, protect your land, protect your home, protect your money, um, and that's really important for folks to know. But government assistance does not do it all, and that's why people need to know what's out there uh, and the like. And the fact is, is that those folks who have made the decision and paid the money to have adequate long-term care insurance has far more options than those folks who don't. And it's, it's really important that families understand the risk involved in long-term care. Uh, because so many people think, oh, it's not going to happen to me. And the fact is, is that it happens to most of us. The risk is extraordinarily high. And so, in, in fact, the, the government statistics even show that for in, on an individual basis, uh, it, you know, even if we're healthy when we retire, that the likelihood of our needing long-term care assistance is about 70%. Seven out of 10 folks are going to need at least three years or an average of three years of long-term care. And, and the fact is, is even though the premiums for long-term care may seem high, if you assume you're not going to ever need it, okay, but the fact is, is that the cost of long-term care is outrageously high. So long-term care insurance is not only an important topic for government assistance when and when it's available, when it's not. It's also an important topic for asset protection planning because guess what? As a senior, the, the long-term care is your greatest risk at loss, the need for long-term care is the greatest risk at loss. And of course, what are you going to do? Assume that your spouse is going to take care of you? Assuming that your child will give up their job and come take care of you? Well, that might be true in some families, but for the most of us, we know that that's not really available to us. Now, if we've had a, a good marriage and our spouse is healthy and we start going downhill, sure, our spouse is going to help us out and take care of us, but we might lose our spouse, you know, or our spouse may very well get worn out trying to take care of us 
And then what are you going to do? The fact is, uh, one of the things that I talk about all the time is the fact that families need to give as much attention to a caregiver as to the person being cared for, because oftentimes a spouse is all alone in the effort to take care of their loved one, uh, and and they wear themselves out trying to preserve their resources not only for their for their loved one but for themselves, um, because the you know there's not enough to go around, and so yes, long-term care insurance is something that can uh, can really be a lifesaver for so many families. Now, for those families that have plenty of money, plenty of liquidity, you know, uh, it is said, uh, and the books even say, that if you have cash on hand of a million and a half, in other words, 1.5 million or more of liquidity, in other words, that doesn't mean your net worth, because you, you might own a farm and, and have $5,000 in the bank, <laughs> you know. Uh, a lot of my clients come to us like that. So, uh, and yes, we can protect the farm. But the fact is, is that uh, there are a lot of folks who have an, a high net worth, but it's either all in a retirement account or uh, their, their liquidity is limited. You know, they, they, uh, their money is tied up in, a, in such a way that accessing it can be difficult. But sure, if you've got an extra million and a half lying around, then you can self-insure. You've got the money, okay, because the fact is that if you end up spending a half million dollars taking care of yourself or your spouse or both of them, uh, then, okay, your kids get that much less, but they're still going to get enough. So, you know, it's kind of thing of how you look at asset protection, what are you doing it for? I mean, the fact is that most of us should be doing asset protection for ourselves to make sure that we, we accomplish our first goal, which is to take care of ourselves and to take care of our spouse. Secondary goal, which is important to most of us too, is having a really nice nest egg to give our children a leg up in their lifetime. Uh, and for those folks who can do even more than that, that's fabulous. But, but goal number one, take care of ourselves. The goal number two, nest egg for our kids uh, to give them a leg up. And long-term care insurance is a big part of the formula. But when you look at the risk involved, I mean, it's like this. There's not anybody out there who hasn't paid an arm and a leg for homeowner's insurance almost all of our lives, all of our adult lives since we've purchased a home and moved up a few times maybe during our lifetime. But the fact is, is we have paid homeowner's insurance from the get-go. And the fact is, homeowner's insurance, for the most part, is a ripoff. Why? Because the risk is so low that we'll have any kind of catastrophic event uh, now, it's not that some people don't have one, but the risk is extremely low. It's about one one-hundredth of one percent that we will have a catastrophic event. And, and even though it's a really low risk, we pay out the yang for those premiums. Now, uh, there's not a single person in here that regrets having paid that money out. And thanks the Lord, every Thanksgiving... 
uh, for what? The fact that our house didn't burn down. I mean, life is good. <laughs> okay. But the fact is that when you look at the risk versus how expensive it is, if, if you're looking at it that way, long-term care insurance is a bargain. It's not expensive when you look at the risk that you're actually paying for. Um, and, and I've always said that um, a long-term care crisis for most families is equivalent to your house burning down with everything in it with no insurance coverage. I mean, that a long-term care crisis is about the same for most families. It's a really good comparison to use. So look at your homeowner's premium when you're thinking, is that long-term care insurance, um, is it expensive? Because And then recognize that your risk, instead of less than 1%, by a whole lot less than 1%, is actually 70% during your lifetime. I mean, how many people have a home that burns down more than once during their lifetime? <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. Only most people pay for homeowner's insurance from the time they buy their first house, which for a lot of folks is in their late 20s or early 30s. And most people don't even think about long-term care insurance until their 40s or 50s. So, you know, that's another thing to be thinking about. But where am I going from here on this thing? It's not just how important it is. It's can you get long-term care insurance for yourself and your spouse cheaper? And for some of us out there, the answer is Absolutely, yes. And most people never ask the questions about, are there ways that I can actually obtain the insurance that I actually need at a lower cost? And I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. I'm just saying, yes, there's ways to do that. And I know you're, you're saying, okay, we have to take a break. but And we do. But when we come back, I want to talk about how you can actually obtain long-term care insurance for yourself at a much lower cost. Well, for those who have seen uh, some of the premiums for long-term care insurance, I'm sure they're going to want to stick around for that. If you want to learn more from Bill about long-term care assistance, dealing with the astronomical costs associated with long-term care, you really do need to register and attend Bill's free webinars happening this Wednesday, December 8th. Go to WGALaw.com and click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. It's free to register, free to attend. The morning session deals with long-term care assistance, it deals with Medicaid, VA benefits. The afternoon session deals with asset protection and trust planning. Again, these are free webinars to attend. There's, there's no catch to them. There's no cost to you. You just go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button, register, and you're good to go. All you need is a device with an internet connection and an email address, and you're all set. WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button at the top of the page, or if you want to call the office, that phone number is 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back.
Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more information about him at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com is also where you can go to register for Bill's free webinars happening this Wednesday, December 8th. If you want to learn more about the subjects that we're talking about today, in particular dealing with the costs of long-term care and assistance that may be available to you, Go to WGALaw.com and click on that Seminars button at the top of the page. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we are talking about long-term care insurance. And uh, just before the break, you teased the idea that there there may be uh, some ways that some of us can save some money. No question about it. And and the fact is, is that most people have no clue that these techniques are actually available to them. And so... What I want to talk about is the fact that long-term care premiums can be a deductible expense, which obviously if you can deduct the cost of the premium or not pay taxes uh, on the income that you would otherwise receive, then that significantly lowers the cost of long-term care insurance for you. All right, so how does that work? First of all, uh, if people itemize on their income tax and they have fairly significant expenses, and so this, the, the medical expenses, and of course, so this one is not going to be available to most people. Why? Because the fact is there are very few people who itemize anymore. All right. And so if you don't itemize, then it's not going to work. Now, secondly, even if you do itemize, then, uh, it, then it's likely not going to help you much. Why? And that's because uh, you're, it's part of your health uh, or your medical expense deduction, and you don't get a medical expense deduction unless your medical expenses exceed 10% of your adjusted gross income. And so people who are healthy tend not to have uh, medical ex- and medical expense deduction even if they do have long-term care insurance. Okay, so let's sort of wipe that out. But if you do itemize and you do have high medical expenses, then you actually, uh, depending on your age, can deduct up to a certain amount of your premium, which for a lot of folks would be their their entire premium or close to their entire premium. So, for instance, a person who is 51 years of age or older can deduct $1,690. So if you're in your early 50s, then that normally will cover most of your premium. If you're 61 or older, then it goes way up to $4,520 as a deductible expense. So that's pretty nice. And then if you're old, as you get older, it goes higher. So if you're 71 or older, the deduction is $5,640. So that's good. Now, of course, you have to factor in that it has to be over 10% of your adjusted gross income before you get to deduct anything if it's a pure medical deduction and there's nothing else going on however there are lots of folks out there who are employed and they have what a high deductible health insurance plan and for a lot of employers who offer a high deductible health insurance plan to their employees they also offer 
HSAs, health savings accounts, and HRAs, where you have a, a tax. Uh, in other words, it's not included in your income what, what it is that you push over to your your health savings account. And I love health savings accounts. I've talked to them about it. Anybody who has a health savings account should, in fact, max it out every year. And so for those folks who are under 50 years old, they can put $6,000 a year into their health savings account. For those over 50, it's $7,000 a year. That's a no-brainer because that's that's one of the best things going for folks because, number one, you're not taxed on it as it goes into your account. And if you use it for a qualified medical expense, and there are lots of those, including long-term care insurance premiums, then there's no tax at all when it comes out. And with a health savings account, you, you can roll it over from year to year, which is really, really nice. And you can use it for actual long-term care expenses as well. But using it for long-term care insurance premiums is a no-brainer because it's tax-free. You don't pay the tax on what you put into your health savings account. And if you use it for a long-term care insurance premium, no tax. So it's a tax-free premium. You cannot do better than that. There's another huge group out there, too. Uh, and those are folks who own their own business. And, and it doesn't matter whether it's taxed as a C-Corp or an S-Corp or if it's a, an LLC partnership or however you're, you own your own business. Uh, you, you know, it's the fact is that it, um, you know, with a C-Corp, and most small businesses are not C-Corps, but if you have a C-Corp, you can, you can give long-term care insurance, uh, pay it for the employee, and as long as it's a pure corporate uh, expense, then, it's a, um, then there's no expense to the employee. On the other hand, if you have an S-Corp or a partnership or you're a sole proprietor, you can provide long-term care insurance for yourself and your spouse and there's a deduction for each based on the deductible premium limits that I was talking about for a regular health expense. But, but it doesn't have to be over 10% of your adjusted gross income. It's a business deduction to your company. So, for instance, if you're providing, if, if let's say you're in your 50s, then you can deduct $1,690 for yourself and another uh, deduction for your spouse. And if you're over 60, uh, you know, you're 61 or over, it's $4,520. And if you're older like me and you're 71, then it goes up to $5,640 for each person. And there's another secret that a lot of folks do not realize for those folks who own their own businesses, and that is that it, it, this is not ERISA, so you do not have to provide it to all your employees. You can, in fact, you can limit it to yourself and your spouse, and that's okay. In other words, long-term care insurance, as far as owners go, can discriminate 
against employees. In other words, they can provide it to themselves as owners and key employees uh, and not provide it to anybody else. And, and um, so the point is, is the fact that that, that actually is a huge deduction uh, for uh, a business owner, and it's, it's huge, where if you can provide long-term care insurance for yourself and your spouse um, at a much lower cost, that is meaningful to us. Um, so these are all ways that you, uh, that you can make a difference in terms of providing uh, that protection that you really do need uh, at a much lower cost. Anything that can save us some tax dollars is welcomed, and that's just one of the many things that you can learn from Bill. If you're interested in learning more information like this, please register for Bill's webinars happening on Wednesday, December 8th. That's this coming Wednesday. It is free to attend. It's free to register. All you have to do is head on over to WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com is where you can go to register for Bill's webinars. Again, the morning session deals with long-term care assistance. The afternoon session Session deals with asset protection and trust planning. And you can enjoy these from the comfort of your own home. All you have to do is go to WGALaw.com and register by clicking on the seminars button. We're taking a short break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be back after this. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Bill and his free webinars happening on Wednesday, December 8th, that's this Wednesday, be sure to go to WGALaw.com and click on the seminars button at the top of the page, WGALaw.com. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander and continuing our conversation related to long-term care insurance and Bill, we were just talking about how some tax planning could help save us some bucks, but uh, there's uh, some other potential savings in there when it comes to long-term care insurance. Well, um, basically, let's talk for a few minutes about those folks who don't have long-term care insurance, uh, because that's the majority of us, quite frankly. Now, I, I, uh, for myself, I provided a Cadillac long-term care insurance plan for myself and and my uh, wife uh, because I know how important it is and how much more flexible it is for us to be able to provide whatever we need uh, in later years. But um, for those folks who are experiencing long-term uh, long-term care crisis. Uh, oftentimes, uh, folks have a large retirement account, a 401k or an IRA. And, of course, to take money out of that account to pay for medical expenses, you got to pay income tax on that. Well, what I want folks to realize, if they're in that predicament, Oftentimes, their retirement account is exactly the money that they need to be using. Why? Because they will end up having a large 
medical expense that is deductible. Now, why do I say that? Well, let's say that early on uh, that you're paying out of pocket, uh, because this happens to a lot of folks, uh, they're paying out of pocket, say, $50,000 a year. Now, that's low-end long-term care, folks, I mean, because you could easily be spending out 100000 or more each year. <laughs> so, But let's just talk about $50,000. Well, the fact is that if you have, say, let's say you have a six or $700,000 retirement account, and so you take the money out of the retirement account to pay for those medical expenses, guess what? You've got a huge medical expense. You've got that $50,000, yes, tempered by the 10% of adjusted gross income. So, okay, you, let's say you only get to deduct $40,000, okay? But then don't forget, you're now itemizing. So now you add in other medical expenses, and that would be your Medicare premiums for, for Part B and D. And for a lot of folks, that for a married couple, that would be an extra $5,000 a year or more. Uh, you have your real estate taxes and your state taxes, and you have uh, lots of other deductions is what I'm getting at is because um, – uh, once you have those big medical expenses, then you're going to be itemizing, and and it it's uh, uh, and so what what it boils down to is you can you you can take your retirement account with paying very little, if any, income tax on those retirement dollars, and anytime you can take your retirement account without paying income tax on it or paying at a very very low rate. Uh, because of a high deduction, that is saving you a ton of money. So it's um, uh, it, it's just wise tax planning when you do that. Now, there's another group uh, that uh, of people who need to look at itemizing each year too, and this might surprise you. You know what group that is? I do not. Widows and widowers. In other words, when you lose a spouse. Oftentimes, that puts you into a higher tax bracket than you were uh, when your spouse was living. And guess what? Oftentimes, deductions that you have are far out uh, exceed what the government gives you as a standard deduction. Now, when you're married, oftentimes your deductions do not exceed that standard deduction, but for many uh, singles, you know, when you add up your real estate tax and your state taxes and all the other expenses that you might have, and I'm not talking about business people, I'm just talking about regular old folk, oftentimes itemized uh, uh, taxes will save you money at that point in time. So there are a lot of different strategies that, that make a, a big difference to folks. But anytime you can save on taxes, you're, that's asset protection, folks. <laughs> 
And that's the name of the game and the name of this show. And uh, don't forget, if you want to learn more about Bill in regards to asset protection and trust planning, be sure to register for his webinar happening on Wednesday, December 8th. The afternoon session will cover asset protection and trust planning. If you want to learn more about long-term care assistance that may be available to you through Medicaid, or maybe you want to learn more about assistance related to VA benefits, be sure to attend the morning session this Wednesday, December 8th. If you want to learn more about those subjects, it's free to attend. It's free to register for Bill's webinars happening this Wednesday, December 8th. Go to WGALaw.com. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page or call the office. That phone number is 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. Don't put this off. Make it your resolution to get done before the end of the year. Go to WGALaw.com and click on that seminars button at the top of the page. We're taking a quick break, but we'll be right back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more information about him at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, if we had to create a slogan for this show, I think it would be, you don't know what you don't know, because that, that's a phrase we like to use often. Uh, well, no question about it. And so the more I can educate folks... Uh, uh, the better uh, everyone can be. I mean, because frankly, it's far better uh, to learn by the mistakes of others than our own mistakes. Now, obviously, when we make the mistakes ourselves, it really sinks in pretty deep. But uh, the fact is, is that with a lot of the issues that I talk about, it's a one-time deal. You know, it's like you make the mistake once and you don't ever get the opportunity to make that mistake again or, or not to make that mistake. So the, these kind of topics uh, can be really important. So let me talk about a scenario that uh, happens almost every time that we uh, help a family apply for Medicaid. Uh, and so typically we have a, a what we call a long-term care crisis, uh, moms uh, in rehab, and it does not appear that she can come home again. In other words, that she, and for her own safety and the fact that the family doesn't have the ability to care for her at home anymore because of serious issues, uh, the doctors are saying she's going to need to stay in the nursing home uh, on a long-term basis. All right. Now that's where no one wants to be. I'll be the first to say that. I never want to be there myself. Uh, but sometimes there's just no other option. And so uh, typically, uh, uh, you know, and let's say mom owns a home and she has several hundred thousand dollars in, uh, financial resources that are available to her. Uh, the fact is, is that, so she's done well, uh, she's single. Can we get her on Medicaid quickly? And the answer is yes. Can we preserve her home? Yes. Can we preserve almost all of her cash? 
yes, uh, in almost every case we can. Now, there are exceptions out there, but fact is is that this is when people need to throw out the myths that you have to be poor, you, have, you know, those kind of things, which are just, it's just a Medicaid lie is all it is. The fact is if you see an elder law attorney very quickly when you're in that scenario, um, you're going to be able to preserve almost all of those assets and still get Medicaid very quickly. You don't have to wait five years. You know, everybody would be out of money after five years if that were the case. Um, you can get it very quickly with a knowledgeable elder law attorney. So um, with that said, there are issues that arise in almost every case. Do you know what that is? Well, we discussed it before the show, so I'm going I'm oh, to you're cheating. guess okay. that it, it may have to do with how we spend our money. Well, it has to do with cash. You know, there are many, many seniors who have always used cash. You know, it's the fact that every time you get a paycheck, you know, you go to the bank and get $100 in cash. And is, is it lawful? Absolutely it's lawful. Is it okay? Uh, sure it's okay, except for one thing. Seniors, you know, particularly as we age, uh, we should stop using cash. And I know there are a bunch of people out there going, what the heck? I've been doing it all my life. There's no reason I can't, you know, I need, I, you know, I don't want people to know exactly what I'm doing with my money. I want to be able to do whatever I want to do with my money. What do you mean I can't use cash? Uh, well, I'm not saying that you can't use cash. I'm saying that it creates a problem if and when you need to apply for financial assistance such as Medicaid. And you might you may think to yourself, well, if it's lawful, why would that be a problem? It's a problem because none of us who use cash keep our receipts or we, we don't keep a ledger of how we use our cash. In fact, that's one of the nice things about it. You know, the bad thing about it is when it's gone, it's like, where'd it go? <laughs> you know? I know I had another $20, and it's gone. <laughs> so, but, but the point is, is if mom has always gotten, a, you know, $100, $200, $300 a month just from normal spending money, you know, so she doesn't have to get a credit card out or a debit card every time she goes to the grocery store or goes to uh, Bojangles or Hardee's or wherever – you know, or if she wants to go to the ice cream store or whatever, that, you know, cash is still lawful, you know. As, and, of course, some people use cash because they don't want others knowing what they do with their money for one reason or another. I understand that. But when you apply for Medicaid, the Medicaid uh, social workers want five years of your statements. And here's the problem. They assume that every cash transaction is a gift to your children and grandchildren, and hence it's sanctionable. Now, if you can prove to them how you've used your cash, then so be it. You've got your ledger, your receipts. This is exactly how I spent every penny. Sure, yeah, I believe that. Um, the fact is, is that they are going to assume that every cash transaction is a penalized 
So they will sanction you for Medicaid for every penny you've given away or used cash for for five years prior to your application. So if, if you get $300 a month times 60 months, five years, then you have to do what's called a gift back in order to get Medicaid uh, immediately. Now, what the point I'm trying to make is every application for Medicaid is actually adversarial. You know, the county does not want to give you Medicaid. They want you to spend every nickel you've got on care, and, and then they still don't want to give you Medicaid. So uh, at least that's true in most counties. It's not true in every county, but it is true in most. So cash transactions have to be made up. And we can do that, and we do it in almost every application, but it's an issue that must be resolved. So if seniors would just temper their use of cash, it will help them significantly. You know, and I don't like debit cards either. Credit cards that are paid off each month is the safest way to spend money. Uh, and, and where, you know, it, it basically has more security with it. If there's issues, then it's easy to be resolved, which is not necessarily true with debit cards. And so it's the fact is, is that cash is our enemy when we get to an age where we have to worry about financial assistance. That's one of the many reasons why it's important for you to attend Bill's free webinar. There's lots of facts like that so that you can be in a situation where you are hopefully learning from the mistakes of others and not making those mistakes yourself. Go to WGALaw.com and click on the seminars button to register and attend Bill's free webinars. Again, it's free to register as well. WGALaw.com is the website. Click on that seminars button at the top of the page. Bill has two sessions that he'll be doing on Wednesday. The morning session deals with exactly what we're talking about right now, long-term care assistance and assistance that may be available to you for uh paying for the astronomical costs of long-term care. The afternoon session deals with asset protection and trust planning. If you're interested in either of those, I encourage you to go to WGALaw.com right now and click on the seminars button and register for free. If you want to call the office and speak to someone, you can do that by calling 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. Seven thousand. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Don't forget Bill's webinars are happening this Wednesday, December 8th. Be sure to go to WGALaw.com and click on the Seminars button to learn more. Bill, we're just about out of time here. Any parting words for us? Well, as you know, Jason, I like to use this show to talk about issues that I don't necessarily have the time to talk about with, at my webinars. Uh, but I, I want folks to know that whether it's my asset protection webinar or my long-term care one, 
I tr- within about a two-hour block of time, I try to teach as much as I possibly can teach you about those issues. And I never have folks that, that say, golly, I wish I hadn't done this. I mean, folks appreciate the, uh, the information, and it's important information for all of us to have. It really is, and the thing that gets me is that there's just really no other place to go to to get a comprehensive look at what the options that are available to us and the, the landmines that we need to look out for as well. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the webinars button, the seminars button if you want to learn more, or call the office 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. We're out of time for today, but we hope you will join us again next weekend. Thank you so much for listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful day.